Hey, welcome back to the Idiot's Toolbox podcast. I'm your guardian of idiocy, Ryan Hercules. Hey, our show today is sponsored by Salon Paz. I have no idea what that is and who buys it and why they couldn't think of a better name than Salon Paz. Why not call it, I don't know, Salon Porcini or Salon Porcupine? These names seem just as relevant sounding to me. Yeah, the shit must work. Whatever it does, if they can sell a single tube, jar, can, or bottle with such a ridiculous name. Hey, I'm starting to feel uh, like I'm hitting my groove on this podcast. Kind of like Eli Manning, circa 2005. That dude, Eli Manning, he had a lot of good years as quarterback of the Giants. He was the model of consistency. Yeah, Eli Manning, two-time Super Bowl winner over the vaunted Patriots. He had 13 years in a row where he was right around 4,000 passing yards. That guy was money in the bank. For 13 years, they knew that Eli Manning was going to throw for about 4,000 years. That's uh, 4,000 yards. A uh, Hall of Famer in my book, for sure. Uh, you know what? I should highlight one athlete's stat at the beginning of each show. You know, just like 60 seconds of one dude's stats or accomplishments across the four major sports, football, hockey, baseball, and basketball. Uh, Yup, in that order. Seriously, let me know if you like that format. Let me start by saying how much I hate TV commercials. I always have. I find them as bothersome as herpes, but herpes might someday go away. It always amazes me that some people don't mind commercials. Others find them to be a mild irritant like Ryan Reynolds. And some people find them just to be flat out annoying like Jock Itch or Jared Kushner. I would rather have Jock Itch than watch a single commercial. I would rather have a boil on my neck the size of a softball than watch a commercial. Over the years, I've had various strategies to avoid TV commercials. In the beginning when there was just TV, and by just TV, I mean just broadcast TV, I would turn the volume down whenever a commercial would come on, or I would turn to another channel that wasn't in a commercial break. But that kind of sucked because the TV I grew up with, I didn't have a remote. You know, remotes cost extra. My dad already had a remote, which was me. But this system of turning the TV station to avoid commercials was kind of flawed. You'd turn the channel, get hooked into whatever show that was, forget about the old show you were watching, and then a commercial would come on the the second channel and you'd turn back to the first channel only to remember you were watching that show and you were pissed because you just missed eight minutes of it. It was a vicious cycle and ultimately commercials would win and we would lose. And then the VCR came around and you could tape a show and you could fast forward past the commercials, that definitely helped move the needle forward to never watching another commercial. And it got even better when TiVo and DVRs showed up. I was literally sailing past commercials the way that China's GDP is sailing past the United States. TV life without commercials was mostly joyful. By the way, if you want to spot somebody over 50, here's how. If they refer to recording a show as taping a show, I'll bet you they're over 50. So after TiVo and then the DVRs came, 
uh, became mainstays for limiting commercials. Uh, then Comcast, effing Comcast, AKA the devil's spawn, figured out a way to screw up my Nirvana. Like so many things in the world, Comcast was great in the beginning. For years, I was taping and fast forwarding through commercials. It was TV heaven. Then the honeymoon abruptly ended and Comcast stopped allowing customers to fast forward through some of their commercials. You had to watch commercials on a pay TV service. They altered the rules, man. Can you believe the nerve of Comcast? I was paying top dollar for cable and they blocked my fast forwarding on some shows. I couldn't fast forward through commercials anymore. Think how insane that is. High priced, shitty service Comcast would make its subscribers watch commercials. The balls of these guys. And then the clouds parted, the sunshine filtered through, and the embodiment of my TV savior showed up, streaming. I'm a streamer. I was an early adopter of streaming because my pricing from Comcast was a confusing jumble of fees. Not to mention they made me watch commercials. Comcast bill was like the bill at a Chinese restaurant where all the characters are in Mandarin and there's a price written at the bottom. I shit you not, I've been to more than one Chinese restaurant where the only English the waitress knows are the words on the menu. And when the bill comes, it's all Chinese characters and then a price scribbled at the bottom. That's pretty ballsy. But nobody, complain, nobody complains. We pay up and we tip. How the hell do we know if the price already included a tip if it's all in Chinese? Oh, I loathed Comcast. I'm a pretty chill person, but I really detest getting treated like a moron. More than once, I screamed at the first level nincompoops on the other end of the phone who were in India. I even considered studying Hindi so I could yell at these passive aggressive a-holes in their own language. And I'm not a screamer. I'm not quick to anger and I'm pretty respectful, but Comcast customer service can cause Mother Teresa to go on a murderous rampage. Just mentioning the name Com Comcast to me makes me nearly have a PTSD event. I will dance on Comcast grave when they're consumed by another company in some un unholy merger. Streaming had been to commercials what penicillin has been to herpes that live on the Kardashians' asses. Streaming kept commercials at bay. Streaming, if you don't know, just means that you have an internet connection running into the house and you're paying a subscription to Netflix or Hulu or many of the other offerings. Most of these come without commercials. Comcast and AT&T have lost millions of customers over the past couple of years, millions to streamers. Yeah, I know they're trying to get in the streaming game. If you're tired of seeing beer, car, and insurance commercials, then streaming is for you. If you're tired of seeing blacks, Asians, and transgenders, oh, transgenders overrepresented in commercials, then streaming is for you. If you're tired of shitty customer service and being overbilled by the likes of AT&T, DirecTV, and Comcast, then streaming's for you. If you want a better end product for less money, then you should stream. I know probably 50% of people only stream, 
But for the other 50, I say emphatically, stream. Commercials are insidious and awful. People always talk about how the holidays are the most stressful time of the year. Yeah, you know why? People think it's family that makes holidays stressful. I think it's TV commercials that make holidays stressful. Here's a case in point. The one commercial where the guy surprises his wife with a new Lexus with a huge red bow on it. We've all seen it because it plays a million times every year from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And the 2020 version has a Latino guy surprising his wife with the red bowed Lexus. Yeah, right, like that's believable. No, 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 not because the characters are Latino, but because I've not known or heard of a single guy that bought his wife a $50,000 car for Christmas. The commercial makes it seem like, oh, honey, I ran down to the store, picked up your Xanax prescription, and while I was there, I got you new Mercedes. And if that wasn't particularly emasculating enough, there's the one where this handsome, I don't know, 25-year-old guy in front of this gorgeous modern house bought himself and his wife a new car. Fuck off. Seriously, car companies. Let me just cut my nads off right now and hand them over to you. Because that's how emasculating your commercials make us guys feel. I was already struggling, you know, feeling a few inches short from watching so much porn. But these commercials are killing me. Speaking of Christmas, I've been following the dude's rule on gift giving. You guys know this, right? If not, then you owe me. The dude's rule of gift giving is to be a shitty gift giver. Yeah, it's that simple. But it'll pay you back year after year. Be a shitty gift giver because you don't want to set the precedent. The first good, thoughtful, expensive gift you give your wife or girlfriend, it's going to be expected every year and everyone will be compared to that gift. I'm not saying don't give her nothing. I'm just saying set the bar low and don't break from that rule. Once you do, there's no going back. One shitty gift after a few good ones and your lady will call into question the entire relationship. Men, you know I'm right on this. God, do I hate commercials. Hate them. Here's another example of another one I hate. The ubiquitous Zales. Zales jewelry Christmas commercial. The super hot chick and handsome guy. He's standing behind her, putting her new necklace around her neck. The lighting's all dramatic. It's simultaneously sexy and romantic. And again, we feel shitty about ourselves. Zales is trying to cut our balls off, trying to get us to capitulate to the shame. You know who buys jewelry from Zales? The, guys, the guy who's unfortunate enough to be watching that ad with his wife. Poor guy. Just wanting to relax, watch a little TV with his lady. And then the Zales commercial pops up and the dude's giving his lady a gorgeous sparkling ne necklace on TV. How do you think we feel as dudes how do you think women feel about that necklace and not getting it? You see what they're doing? You see how fucking evil these commercials are? They play on our deepest insecurities. Another example of why commercials are so evil. I don't know. Just you're you're let's say you're on a bus. A city bus. Mindlessly minding your own business. When this attractive chick, also on the bus, is giving you some slut eye, 
She's checking you out salaciously. Uh-oh, she saw some flakes sitting on your shoulders like a pile of Whitney Houston's blow. Deals off, not interested. Let's suspend reality and forget the whole preposterous notion that two gorgeous people are riding the bus. Or maybe even that you're riding the bus. Let's suspend reality just for a second. If you've ever taken a city bus, you will, of course, recognize that dandruff is on the bottom half of the problems afflicting its passengers. As far as people with a propensity for dandruff to ride public buses, I would think gout and gonorrhea would be way more common on city buses. I hate commercials. They make you feel awful about yourself and your relationships and even about your kids. The kids' ones are the worst. The commercials that make you feel like inadequate parents. Ah, how could you possibly raise a child without Honey Nut Cheerios? Or Jif Peanut Butter because choosy mothers choose Jif. That was their slogan. Talk about shame. Picture two women getting a pedicure side by side. Two Vietnamese women kneeling at their feet. Just chatting. And in Vietnamese, you know, the two women giving the other two ladies a pedicure are talking about things relevant in their Vietnamese life, like deportation, eviction, lack of food, sexual exploitation. And the other two women sitting in the chair reporting, are chatting about things relevant in their life. Their kids' extracurricular activities, padding their college admissions application, the family trip to the beach, hubby's job promotion, and eventually one says to the other, did you hear that Donna isn't using GIF? God, I hate these commercials. I could write these type of shaming commercials all day long. My wife is Jewish, so shame and guilt share a room in my house. But I really, really hate commercials. But I've noticed on TV that commercials have changed. Gone are the commercials that provide information and in are the commercials that use familiar songs and quick cuts and feel more like social media pieces. Commercials are a giant bucket of lies, speaking of social media. They feature unrealistic people saying and doing unrealistic things that prey upon our insecurities and our relationships and make us feel bad. There's enough in this imperfect world to feel bad about without commercials reinforcing all of our deep-seated inadequacies. Just turn them off. And eventually, if enough of us do it, maybe they'll go away. As long as we pay for them to go away, probably. I would pay for many things to go away, like lines for the men's bathroom. I'd pay for Whoopi Goldberg to go away and never come back. I'd pay for overly obnoxious, over women's empowerment movies to go away. You saved the world, Madison. Yay! I'd pay for today's painfully simplistic hip-hop to go away. But most of all, if I was sorcerer for a day, I would wave my magic wand and make commercials go away. Do your civic duty as an American and turn off commercials and spread the word about this podcast to 10 of your friends and family members. I'm Ryan Hercules, and this is the Idiot's Toolbox podcast. Hey, send me your love 
send me your hate, send me your randomness, and send it to the Idiot's Toolbox Podcast at Gmail. See ya!